Pickaxe. Hey everybody out there in the feed, I'm Jason. Let's do that thing where we go around the table one more time for the season with G3. Uh, Eric. Hey everyone, Eric here, and I play Orden Kingshield, Dwarven Knight. Uh, and Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, Wild and Shaman. And Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna, and I play Thantos, the Gisra Scion, and Jadzia Grace, the Human Warlock. And Jasper. Uh, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric, and Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. Hmm. If you had said werewolf, <laughs> it would have been much better. Did, mm. Should I just do it again? No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> do the whole thing over. It's all ruined. Merrick really is of two minds. That's the... That's this the, is the single take crew. Come on. This is... Yeah, we don't... <laughs> amateurs do two takes. I meant what I said. <laughs> um, so sadly, uh, Izzy is in New Zealand, and she's uh, kind of on a backpacking trek right now, so she is nowhere near internet. Uh, we're honestly lucky that we got 200 ton. So, incredibly so. Incredibly yeah. so. Uh, thanks to Right now, thanks to Izzy, everybody, whoever is listening to this, clap and yeah. or woot or whatever you do. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to just kind of go around and share stories and stuff. Uh, as of today, we're finally getting feedback for 200. 200 went up late last night, uh, and then uh, many hours went by, seemingly days. <laughs> and now we're getting feedback because there's this weird – like I felt pretty confident going up to when we published it, and then all that day it's like – Oh, I hope this doesn't suck. Okay. <laughs> Plus it's like 13 hours long or something. So you have to let people listen to it for a while. And yeah, then... I know. And <laughs> We published it at 9, 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern on Sunday last night. And it, it was like, okay, we're not getting any feedback from this tonight. Like we're just not. Uh, so yeah, we try to get overheads, but uh, people seem to like it. So congratulations, guys. Everyone did a fucking fantastic job. Um, but yeah, great job, Eric. Yeah, well, okay, that's what I was gonna say. This isn't this isn't completely about two hundred, really. It's about the journey there. So we're gonna be getting into we're gonna be getting into stories and character stuff that maybe didn't come up on uh, on on that trek. So uh, we're gonna be going around the table here and, and talking about that. Is there is there anyone here that was disappointed with something they did in 200 or something that they there's like, oh, man, I, I wish we had more time to do this or something like that? Because it's, it's a question I ask group one and, and I'm going to ask everybody else. I had things. Hmm? Um, I wish that I had described that killing blow because I had a really mm. cool idea for how that power works. And it's my favorite power that Kalina has. And I didn't describe it because I just wanted it to end. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Actually, thank you I for that. I think we all wanted it to end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, can you do it now? Like, can you, can yeah. you cast your mind oh, back yeah, and do just it do now. it now? Oh, my God. Okay, let me see if I can remember. Because I remember I was like, what if I did an animation? But then I remembered I can't animate. <laughs> yeah. So, Jason, um. Uh, T-Mac up. Um. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. Okay. So, basically, the power was, what is it? Um. Vengeful Blood Spirits? I that's, think that's what it's called. Sure, that sounds, yeah. I know it's vengeance and blood and spirits. That so, sounds like you just ate at Arby's, but yeah, sure. Oh, God. <laughs> but um, the way I imagined it was like, so like 
because it's blood, it would be like a little wispy aura of red would sort of consume Kaluna's totem and pig would turn red and then pig would turn and roar at Julie. And as he's roaring, the red would sort of leap, seep out of him into the dirt and then rise up on Julie as like sort of like sort of like the Mass Effect shield auras. But then it has like the shapes of like a boar, like it's got like tusks and like a mohawk thing. And then she charged, right? And let me try and remember what the fuck else happened. Um, she stabbed him and she used the fucking crit thing. So I imagined like as she stabbed him, like... For the animation, for the sake of drama, <laughs> there like a little like bright white skull in the background, sort of flashing to indicate the the uh, the thingy going off, and then just a burst of wind exploding around her because of cords, fucking whatever the fuck sword, and it was really cool. It was cool in my head. <laughs> It's a really good combo. That's fantastic. Okay. I can I can totally see why that didn't end up getting in there just because of how long that call was and that and the and and the fight and yeah. I I, that's how I imagined it going down. There's a lot of reasons for switching to five E. That fight is ninety seven of them. Dude. (laughs) I'm still on the fence because okay, I mentioned this in the mailbag. But there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for 200, and we're talking about taking the unedited fight and just having that be there, just as, like, exhibit A of, like, this is why we edit. This is why. Yeah. You know what we could do? We Mm -hmm. could actually get everybody together, redo that battle in 5E, and then (laughs) release both of them so you could see how how different it could be. Oh, my God. That would be... uh... That would, cool, <laughs> that would be cool, but nightmarish. That would be cool, but nightmarish. Yes, that would be it'd be fun, but Jesus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it. it I, I get why that didn't make it in because that was a long. That was long. Yeah, I have something too that you know about. For the most part, because we talked about it after the fact, but um, Kaltos actually like. I wanted to do more with Phantos and Kaltos, but it actually became a thing where the fight happened so quickly because the first punch was thrown literally as soon as he got there. Which I had a feeling was going to happen. There was no time for role-playing. Like, I tried to slip it in, but between all the fighting, (laughs) by the end I was just like, yeah, go ahead, kill him. I don't... (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) And that's... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just going to say the same thing. Like, what would you have, just in a nutshell, tried to do? Well, like... We got the one thing in, which is I wrote it so that Apollos was alive. It's just Phantos didn't know that. That was something I put into her backstory that Kaltos knew that Apollos was alive and Phantos didn't. Like the guy that she wanted to save with the resurrection scroll and she was all pissed at you for not giving it to her. And if she had found out you had given it to Corey and then she had wasted it on a stranger, she would have killed you all. But now she knows that he's alive. (laughs) So that was kind of important. But mostly like... She had a lot of things that she wanted to say to him, but she was kind of frozen with fear. And then by the time she was able to speak, he was dead. So, yeah. I mean, what you did do was cool. If that's any consolation. That's true. Like I said, I think the whole thing came together well. And I... 
Yeah. <clears throat> I know how that is to go into a session and be like, okay, I want to do this and this and that. And then you realize there's 10 or 11 other people that have stuff they're trying exactly. to do Exactly. And it's like, okay, I can't, I can't yeah. just force role play into this. And like there was, oops, sorry. I was adjusting my bra strap. <laughs> a bone. Yeah. That's, is it always so like that? It was my elbow. Um, but uh, I'm sure by now we've peddled this plenty, but in Safe Haven Society for this month, um, the story is basically the story of Kaltos. So if you haven't listened to that, you should listen to that. You should. It's I think it's uh, $15 on Patreon. Just go patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and uh, check that out. I need to listen to that. I'm sure it's super cool. I'm excited now. Oh, my other thing. My other mm-hmm. thing that I regretted was uh, not really responding too much to what Calden said because like I was dead set that Kalun was like no we're not releasing the gods fuck all y'all but what he said like his specific wording really hit Kaluna just right mm-hmm. can you remind because us of the wording because I don't remember mountain. what he said oh god yeah he talked about um like <clears throat> Well, wolves, wolves were involved, so that was that was a negative against him. But um, but he talked about like if you don't properly do shit, then populations will waste away or something. Mm. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was it was very fancy. It was but, uh, um oh god, something about like if you wipe the wolves away, people might flourish or something. It, it, it's basically. Don't fuck with the balance of nature, type of thing. Wow. Yeah, but the, Wait, wasn't he this... arguing for letting the gods go? Yes. Yeah, he he was arguing that like if you get rid of one thing, then everything else gets McFucked right. okay. and will eventually die out yeah. anyway. And so that really hit Kaluna really hard. But I didn't get to do that because I was like, oh no, Julie, save me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a thing where like the entire. Um, argument against essentially it was group two and una and then us and una's not even here like no. he's not here to like explain their side but I eventually just felt kind of like a we all know what's gonna happen yeah and every time like we said one or two things for our side i feel like every person on the other team responded yeah yeah like, so it was a thing of like i don't want to start another 12 person yeah like monologue at me where every yeah, single not- person just answered the one thing i said no offense to like anyone no, who did yeah. that, but like when I said a thing, it was just it was meant to be just. I'm sorry, I can't side with you guys. You have valid points, but I'm gonna stay here. Right. But then he was like, "Hey, are you really sure? Are you really, right. really sure?" It was it, it was a thing where like we all we all went in, and I'm pretty sure the three of us, those the people who were on the other side, we all knew that that was probably getting open. Mm-hmm. But we oh, just yeah. kind of wanted to play our characters correctly, and it right. felt like any time someone spoke up, it was like, and now this person's going to respond to that. And wait, <laughs> wait, this person also had to respond to that. And also this person had a response, and it just became a thing of like, okay, we're talking in circles, and also one side is talking yeah. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't hear – okay. And that's if, just how play is. It's, again, with the <laughs> that many people in a call, it's hard to fit everything in. Like, Yeah. And I feel like uh, – no offense, no offense to you, Eric – but if Orden, if Orden were there, I don't think that situation would have been better in terms of <laughs> uh, in terms of it being a balanced sort of uh, argument. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I certainly would have 
joined the popular side. Right. Because um, Orton just has to be popular. God. <laughs> yeah, it's all he thinks about. <laughs> You're such a follower. <laughs> That's me. Um, will, will they like me? Will the gods like me? <laughs> Did I tuck in my shirt? Will he like it better if I tuck in my shirt? Do you know how many outfits he went through until he found just the perfect one for God butt kissing? <laughs> Padded knee, ca- knee pads is what you wanted. like. Well, right. I wanted to, uh, good lord. I'm thinking about the word God butt. <laughs> what I was doing right now. <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about the, uh, the lead up to episode 200. Because one of the things I... So, okay, there's a few mandates for Arc 2, right? I never want the show to get into I, – and I, I want to preface this by saying you guys did a fantastic job. But I never want the show to get into a thing again where you guys are basically on a quest to check out library books. <laughs> and you guys did – again, you guys did great. I thought it was uh, – but I, I do feel like it was too – like because of the – because of the deadline, because of the well, I, we got to be here here at this date, I feel like it sort of like kneecapped you guys a little bit. And I, I want you to I want you to be able to explore and do whatever you want. And while you still had ch- uh, you still had the choice, I feel like you you, you kind of once you decided where you wanted to be and what you wanted to do, um, it was pretty much just waiting for the appointed time. I, I feel like I, I don't know how you guys feel, though. I felt like there was a little. I don't, again, I mean, like you're saying, I don't think it was anybody's fault or anything. It was just more like the, the way it kind of had to happen right. in order to make this all work. I think we did end up spinning our wheels a little bit here and there and then kind of like, well, what should we do a little bit right now? How much time do we have? We have a couple of weeks. Is, what are we going to do? And it, I don't know. It, 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 it was fun still for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I, I feel like we were in the library for mm-hmm. – about four or five weeks, <laughs> like it's what it felt right. like in a way. Um, but I loved it. Like I wanted to just keep messing around in there, like like that. Let that right. be an entire campaign. But. Right. See, I am of the exact opposite <laughs> mindset. I hated it so much. Like, like it was a good buildup, but like the whole time I was like, "This is the worst thing that I've ever done." Can we please just explode the world so something happens? It just felt like it just it just it felt... was very like stagnant. It felt yeah. for me, I guess, just because like Kaluna wasn't jazzed about anything. That's true. Like yeah, Kaluna it, was just like, I mean, well, I Kaluna guess Kaluna actively okay. didn't want to be there because that's what I mean. Yeah. Like Mac playing Kaluna, Kaluna didn't want to be there, and so like, what kind of fun are you gonna have in a way, right? Like, right. I'm just going to go eat an ass. Yeah. Let's go. Why the fuck not? I'm going to have a sex talk because that's yeah. all there is to do. Yeah. But you know what's okay. So let's, let's go back real quick though. If I, if I forget about playing and I just think about the story, a whole fuck ton of awesome shit happened in the library. Right. So oh, yeah. like there's oh, yeah, there were some cool reveals, cool reveals of just history stuff. It was a cool place that now exists in Theria. Um, I mean, it wasn't like destroyed as we left or anything. It still exists as long as, as far as we know, Darmok was fucking there in a, in a bubble and there was some cool shit. Yeah. I actually really liked the library. I agree that we probably stayed there too long and 
as far as the whole timeline thing, like we talked about the pacing a bunch in the yeah. forums, but something that I think was kind of off with like the group thinking is that we saw that there was a deadline and then we wanted to rush, rush, rush when really the deadline was several weeks away. And the way that theory and time has always worked is that time passes slowly. Yeah. So there was this kind of cognitive dif- dissonance where like, yeah. We yeah. were all thinking we need to rush, whereas the story was still going as slowly as ever. So it was just a lot of us rushing to get nowhere because we were going to get there on time, even if we had taken our time and, you know, done more. Right. That's exactly true. Like, I feel like, like, let's rush to get to the library and find out when yeah. they get in there and get out. And then, and then, oh, oh what do we do? All right, fine. Like, there's a bunch here, of like, there's here, no time for this. There's no time for this. And then we sit there and we're like, oh, we got three weeks. Like, yeah, there was plenty yeah, of time to do all of those things. It's true. I, I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I I feel like a lot of that's because there's never been a hardcore time limit, uh, right? Before where it's always been like, well, we'll get to it when we can get to it, or it'll be sort of a loose time. It's like, oh, we have to stop this person before they do this thing, um, which means it's usually like, let's go now, not mm-hmm. well. We need to be somewhere in about a month and a half. It's like that's a that's it's like. Huh. We have an appointment, basically, um, or choose not to go. I, I feel like it might even be not the timeline in game, but the timeline out of game. Hmm. Like yeah, at least, at least for me, I felt like that was a real thing. Where you know, if we were the only group, mm-hmm. then the timeline doesn't matter out of game because it'll happen when it happens. Right. Yeah. But we can't hold the we can't hold three other groups hostage while we're two weeks behind and right. a continent away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember there was um, there were probably many things that I meant to do but never did. But I remember definitely at the end or towards the end, uh, there was like one thing that I wanted to do, but I never did it because it was always like, no, we need to we need to keep moving. And there's no good time to bring it up. So just keep keep this train running. Yeah, I think that that cognitive dissonance is true because um, I, I mean, I think it was even in the forums. I don't remember who said it, but some but I'm sure it was discussed by a few people. The idea of, well, you know, it could be the end of the world and there's this not this sense of urgency. Like at some mm-hmm. point we're sitting in a bar just drinking and whatever. Right. it's like, right. yeah, no, I get that. I actually I. I it's it's funny to on one hand tell a story and on the other hand play a game with other people and improvising right because it, like like certainly in retrospect it's like how do you put that story together and sort of cut out the fat and, and get all the right stuff but when you're playing it's like we're just having fun pretending we're all drunk mm-hmm. and it's actually just really fun and, <laughs> and okay yeah we're not talking about the end of the world but we're also just playing D and well it's not so, just that but like that's okay and this it really sounds like I'm down on this and I'm not because I I enjoyed every second of it but oh, yeah. that's that's something we really want to focus on in the in the second arc is all those little moments in bars and campfires and just walking around town and like okay you guys going to Umineiro and doing the salon stuff I liked that because one you're you're out and you're talking and it's those those connections to each other in the downtime that make you feel for somebody if something were to happen to them in combat yeah. If right. it were just combat, 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 it wouldn't mean as much. <laughs> right, right, so that, I just know where that came from, and I think it's funny. What? We went to go see Logan on Saturday, guys. Oh, um, oh no. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, great. it's the way I felt before. It's just, I feel like I could put it in the words better. It's like, oh, no, right. th- those moments we talk where... about Logan for like three days. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I like that. I, I like that you guys have those moments and you're not afraid. Like, I, I think since, I'd say since the split on group three, like since there was a group three A and a group three B, I feel like group three A and then group three now is really good at having those moments where you guys are having downtime and you're talking. And that's, I, we want, we want there to be more of that, more of that kind of connection, like for every single group, like you kind of know who they are, where they come from yeah. and what they're about. And I, I, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's my favorite part is like, yeah. oh, we're going to sit down and we're just going to talk about farts. Why not? Right. I don't remember that conversation. I don't either. Yeah, that's what, that's what happens before we play for like 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely what happens before we play for 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Don't my get favorite me. part is when we're not playing the game. Did you not hit? No. <laughs> my favorite yeah. moment is my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Um, wow. It's probably my favorite conversation of the year. That's my <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, those swarm comments always made me laugh. Um, because, like, obviously in game, there wasn't any urgency. But then, like, before the game, we would always be like, so who's ready for the fucking apocalypse, guys? Are you guys yeah. ready to die? I'm ready to fucking yeah. die. That was a thing. It was totally a thing. Right. And I feel like there's a, I feel like there is a middle ground between like, oh, the world's going to end and roll for bacon. I do feel like there is a, there's stuff to do. There's always going to be stuff to do, but it's not always going to be so pressing that you can't stop to kind of smell the roses a little bit and talk to maybe get a girlfriend in Umaniro. I mean, that kind of thing. (laughs) That's a good question. I'm excited about that. That's my favorite thing that's happened recently. Are you going to date the girl from Woman Euro? Is she going to be your girlfriend? God. Uh, who is talking? I mean, like, <laughs> is, I'm just trying to figure out who in your life that would be that you're mimicking. <laughs> oh, that's just me when I get, that's when just... I watch, like, K-dramas and shit. Are you talking to a cat? What are you doing? <laughs> that is a voice she uses when she talks to the cat. There you go. Yep. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out. No, I, I want to know now. <laughs> There's a lot of things I want to know. God, I can't wait to get started. Um, I want to. Okay, so I. It's really tough because there's the, Bree's the only person here in the call besides myself who was there since the beginning. But I would say since since like Jasper and Mac jumped on, like what. What was your favorite part of of sort of doing uh, doing this arc? Like, what was your favorite moment in the story? Fuck. Who are you asking? I'm, well, everybody. I want to go around the table. I think you like, need to point to someone and be like, "You I, now go." You, yeah. I think, yeah we're Don't point at me. I'm trying to think of one. I'm pointed, Eric. Oh, Eric, <laughs> Eric has not had a lot of chance to talk, and I want to bring him in. <laughs> I'm, sitting yes, here, I'm, I'm sitting here as a listener and it's like ever since uh mac and jasper i'm like i can't wait to hear this and it's like eric <laughs> oh oh yeah hey, i meant hey, from not... when they moved when they when they jumped in moving forward but but honestly you could you, anybody can answer this as a listener too right no, that's like, true about yeah. being a player oh wow but there were so many good moments but like i can't remember them because of my horrible garbage brain <laughs> oh, there's some garbage moments too though oh, man. oh but the garbage, garbage moments, moments are good too no they're not wait a second 
Eric. That's what we'll do. Hold on. We'll go around and we'll, we'll all – it's like, oh, what was your favorite moment? Then we're going to go around and do our least favorite. Oh, no. I don't know. Okay. Can we take – we right now, can we just take the the battle from 200 and take that off the table? Because I yes. think that's yeah. everybody's yeah. except Eric. It's too fresh. It's too fresh. Still no, burning. no, no. Yeah, still, that still burns. I have a bruise. That's still cut. These wounds won't seem to heal. These wounds – no. Here is how I fall. This pain is just too real. Hold on. Here are the rules. Has to have taken place in a G3 storyline. Okay. Um, and it does not, best or worst, it doesn't have to be from you necessarily. Just if you want to say, if you as Brie want to say, oh, that time Merrick did this or something like that, that's cool. Okay. For worst, obviously. Is what, no, I'm just. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Uh, worst. <laughs> And for the worst, we're all going to go around and say all the things that they didn't like that Merrick did. <laughs> that time he fucking made food. No. Yeah. <laughs> the time he tried to comfort me like a father figure, it was still fucking worst. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, bomb, bomb, bomb. All right, so we're, we're waiting on you, Eric. They're waiting on me. Um, favorite G3 moment. Um... Man, that really, that really is a very difficult thing for me to list. Top three. <laughs> <laughs> Top three G3 moments. Top three G3. <clears throat> like I'm trying to spark my memory. I'm trying to look over some things. Okay. I'm going to say random words. I'm gonna say I'm just gonna we'll do we'll do word association. Big I'm gonna say fest. here we go. Ready? Nipple clamp. Poop bucket. Oh god. Baby dragon. Wait, 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 wait. I wanna ask Wait, two of those things were weird. Where is the nipple yeah. clamp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bucket, I understand, but nipple clamp? Poop bucket, baby dragon, got it. Where did the nipple clamp come from? That's that's the mystery. There was a character wearing nipple clamps the entire time. I'm not <gasps> going to tell you who it was. It was free. It was, it was... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. She suffered she enough. You sounded sad all oh, the time. You leave her alone. Oh, it was definitely Orden. It was. De- <laughs> oh, it was Orden. He had clamps on, but it wasn't nipple clamps. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we done i'll let those sink in what did he clamp the clamps <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll mute that's just great i mean they had weights attached to them okay jasper let's start with jasper oh my god <laughs> so what's the question what's my with the, my favorite g3 favorite moment? g3 moment after Merrick arrived or before does it matter? Whenever. My favorite G3 moment. Uh, and actually one of the first things that I jumped into, because I jumped into the middle of DNR and then immediately went to the beginning and like came in, went straight all the way up, um, was pre-Merrick and Kaluna. Mm-hmm. And it was when... Uh, Fee was in the prison, right? And Una carried him out and fooled everybody thinking that he was dead. Is that right? Brie. Oh, it was Brie, not Fee. I'm sorry. Yes. Right, right. 
I remember Fee being part of the conversation, right? Because he yes. was okay. So, uh, yeah, Una basically did she knock Brie out, or I can't remember how it uh, happened. But she anyway, pretended to be dead, essentially. Yeah. There were, yeah. Anyway, the whole the whole bluffing, and I just imagine everybody the, the, silently walking down the hallway, and everybody everybody just sort of backing off and thinking, "Holy shit, just let this happen." Yeah. And then it. Uh, for some reason, that's just been a vivid memory from from a G three uh, episode for me. That's 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 hmm. that's my favorite pre American Kalina. What's your favorite post? Um, I I'm gonna make you compliment yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked the time whenever we were in. Esther Holt and Merrick and Kaluna had the hallway moment where Kaluna had to basically Oh the wolf out. Yeah, Shit. whenever Oh yeah, that yeah. was fucking so good. When God, Merrick I had the wolf that. out and I cuz I cuz I can also picture that in the movie, right? I can yeah. I can see that 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 I mean it's maybe a cliche type moment where there's there's the monster that needs to calm down and there's somebody like like reaching out a hand and being like, it's okay. I'm here. You know, yeah. it, I, I really loved that. That's Mac, it. Mac, what about you? That was definitely one of my favorites too. But, um, cause I remember after that, I was like shaking for so long and that was, that was so cool for me. Um, I can't remember like really good specific moments. But, like, I always really, really love listening to and being part of the ones where it's, like, everyone's being buddy-buddy. Like, the uh, the wedding and when we were at, oh, at, the, uh, at the salon. Like, those are my favorite things where everyone's just hanging yeah. out and having fun. And, you know, everything's peaceful. No one's trying to stab each other in the gut three times. <laughs> no one. Okay. Some of that you brought on you listen that's another one of my favorites i'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not. <laughs> i have a lot of favorite g3 moments and most of them involve kaluna because i'm a vain asshole <laughs> can we talk actually you know what fuck it let's let's go back because we did this on on g1 a lot where we all just kind of weighed in on on these different moments but can we talk about the shit Valis got on the forums for that. I was always so mad about that. That was not on him. That they basically I mean, talked about him like he's kill. a rabid dog. Like it's like he's stabbing party members. He has to go. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. That was not completely unprovoked. It was a little overkill. Look, I'm not. Sa- if Kaluna had not been healed. They would have died. Okay, but did yeah. he overreact? Maybe. But, I want to remind everyone that Jadzia and Valis's meat cute involved him trying to strangle her to death. She did <laughs> stab him like, first. Exactly. Like Valis, like he I feel like he, he's constantly remembered as this big angry guy, but it's like most of the time it's because someone kind of fucked with yeah, him. Yeah, like Kaluna straight up tackled him. Yeah. It's not it's That's not true. surprising. And he's a fucker from Brightport. Like, if someone tackles you, they're 
I think that he's programmed to be like, oh, now they're going to kill me next because he's from Brightport. Yeah, it's not a great. It's not. It's no one not. tackles you and then just lets you be in Brightport, I don't think. Not, well, there's, yeah, no, see, there's no casual roughhousing in Brightport. That's all. Yeah. yeah I'd like to I think, think it wouldn't happen again. And I think it was the same thing with Jadzi and Vallis where it was like, you stabbed me. I don't even for a second believe it was by accident because I grew up in Brightport. (laughs) You just saw your moment and stabbed me. You know, real quick, to Jason, to your credit, I've always, always felt like, yes, Vallis might overreact, but I've always felt, well, yeah, but that's, that's normal, right? I don't mean like, he doesn't overreact in a crazy way where it's all like caricature-ish. It's just right. he overreacts. Like he over mm-hmm. he just overreacts. And so I think you've played always played Ballas pretty fucking consistently. Well, he's a he's a dude with a temper and stuff, and he'll never be the most liked grimness. Like he'll never be that guy. But he's not out to be that. Like he is just He's a flawed individual. Very much so, yes. He's what? my most liked grimness. Aww. Aww. I do, to be honest. <laughs> I love our love too, and whoever that other guy is. But like, <laughs> oh, um, Eric, you do you, do you have an answer yet? I think uh, I think the post one hundred stuff with uh, Jadzia rushing off and the rest of the group trying to. Believe that they needed to go save her. Oh, yeah. that was fun. Oh. Yeah, that was nice. That was. I liked exploding that undead thing. <laughs> I liked that little moment where Dallas actually asked the group, like, fucking guys, we need your help. Because he never liked anyone on the group but Jadzia before that. Specifically not Una. Oh, he oh yeah, that was so good. Oh, that was a good Good moment. shit. And that was the teleportation stone and everything to get us there part of the way. That was... <laughs> I like that we've already gotten to one of my least favorite moments, the teleportation stone. (laughs) (laughs) What did you not like about it? Just the uncertainty of it? I just hate it. I hate it so much because it's because it's like, oh, yeah, we could potentially like teleport into a wall and kill the entire party. But everyone's so obsessed with using it. And (laughs) no, what happened last time when we used it? Someone almost lost their fucking leg. Barely. Every time we went to go anywhere, someone brought up the teleportation stone without fail every time. So I bring it up and it's like, okay, yeah, we get there a day early, but we might die. Like. Yeah. I hate it yeah, so but much. Take the horse. <laughs> I mean, sure, we could walk to California from New York, but <laughs> it would take a plane. Like, it only takes a few hours. It's like, like that kind of thing. Right. It's just There's the... a very big difference between a plane and a teleportation stone. Not That's really. Magic. It's all magic. Explain <laughs> <laughs> to me right... right now how planes fly. You can't because it's magic. <laughs> you can't do it. It's like Those magic. Wright brothers were warlocks. I knew it. <laughs> Isn't there a stand-up bit about how, like, they're, they're at, they actually don't even know how planes fly, and they just don't want you to know that they don't know? <laughs> Probably. That sounds so like a good like premise. Um, Brie, what, what was your favorite moment doing G3 stuff? I think my favorite moment, like, if I gotta be all vain and only talk about me, I really liked the wedding. That was incredibly sweet. That was just, fun. It was fun to roleplay. It was fun to... I like the romantic bullshit 
I really do. It's actually been hard to play Phantos because it's like, oh man, I don't get to treat this game like a dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I actually do enjoy that part of things. It's like getting all romantic with somebody and like getting, or even just like friendships, like getting really close to someone. Like I loved playing Jadzia because I felt like she had a huge connection to the rest of the party. And then when I switched over to Phantos, I didn't feel like she started to get connected, but there wasn't really enough time for her to get like fully claws right. deep into the group. Like, um, but yeah, I think that's my favorite. How bad did that get by the way, where, uh, especially I, I really, it really sucks. Cause I feel like the second half of G3's run on the show was like research, research, arcana, arcana. And you <laughs> retire that character. The second you guys start digging into that. Dude, we never did any <laughs> fucking research when Jadzia was on the party. And then the second I play a 15 year old who has no interest in studying, you bring us to a fucking ghost library. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It's fine. I, feel like, I feel like one of Merrick's first things after things settle down and he's back at some place with a fire and, a, and some parchment mm-hmm. is he would write a letter to Jadzia and say, guess what we did? Like, Dude, <laughs> I started thinking I like about Jadzia that. I would be furious, too. Like, <laughs> You're going to be so proud of us. We read books. You should yeah. be so proud. Now she can't even, like, go do stuff like that for, like, 18 years. God, what a fucking bummer. Um, as far as least favorite, um, I think my biggest regret, that at the time, I didn't regret it because it made sense to me. And I think, like, I have to think of it that way. It's like it made sense to me at the time is um, when we sat down, we didn't sit down. Jadzia completely opted out. But when our group sat down with the drow leader... Uh, Olanda? No, oh. Olanda. Oh. And lied to her face. Oh, Aura. Yeah. Okay. That was... Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Olanda is someone else. The Olanda uh, runs House Over Claw in Brightport. Right. Yeah. yeah. Different Drow Lady who runs Different everything. Drow Lady in charge. Um, yeah. But, like, we sat down and I, in the chat, encouraged, like, I was 100% on board for the lies. And I think that was because it was before I really had a grasp of how Theria worked. Like, I knew. <laughs> consequences were a thing but i thought that there was like ways out where like yeah well we settled it on our end and then we listened to a group one episode and it's like oh fuck they found something else Mm -hmm. that makes sense and so i kind of wish that we had handled that a different way and i wasn't even there for that scene because i opted out but i was totally on board with the line and i wish i hadn't been i wish i had been like the person going Maybe we should talk to them and just explain what we did and, you know, face the repercussions because I feel like that's more who Jadzia is now. Mm. But at the time, if she had died, she would go fucking to hell. So that's we had several conversations where you were I feel like you as Brie like had some like all is lost moments. It's like it doesn't matter. I'm going to die anyway. Like I feel like that it, it sucked because that is a helpless feeling where someone else on another group does something to kind yeah. of sell you out, which is kind of what happened when Hondo uh, Hondo had evidence and basically used that as leverage to fucking get the drow under control in Overwatch, which it it it's very it, it's kind of a robbing Peter to pay Paul type thing, which is like yeah, that improved their situation in Overwatch. That just kept like I feel like this these drought got fucked over and it just keeps getting folded over like a samurai sword. And eventually that's coming down on somebody and mm-hmm. yeah, it's still being dealt with. So right. 
Can I just say how fucking concerned I am about that drow shit? Because mm. <laughs> Kaluna was there for that. They weren't really participating. They were just kind of sitting off to the side. But they were there for that conversation. Mm-hmm. And if they ever find out that Una fucking lied about killing children oh, and the fact God. that children were killed. Wait, can we pause? Episode, I'm, I'm going back to episode 200. Technically 199. Why is it that after Una found out about Santos like having a big thing about murdered children, she decided to bring up the fact that she murdered a bunch of kids? <laughs> Yeah. At what point is that a bad decision? <laughs> like, Listen, I was just glad Kaluna was not in the room. Yeah, that's the, the thing. The boat like, would have sunk. Don't just drop that. Exactly. I had to try really... I don't think it was meta because I believe that Santos wouldn't want to sink a ship and she kind of grew with the group and everything. Mm-hmm. If that had been Santos when she first stepped off the boat in Brightport, <laughs> that ship would have been down like instantly. It is a unique yeah. argument to support you. Like it's, it's it's like oh yeah, well I killed children. It's like and the thing is, like she was like, you think I'm a good person, right? And I said, I don't know, I barely know you. And then she went, well I've killed lots of children, <laughs> but I've also done good things that you haven't seen. Santos <laughs> literally just said she doesn't know if you're a good person or not, and then you say, well I've killed children, but I've done other good things. <laughs> I make a mean frittata. <laughs> I don't want to like she's not here, but I feel like she'd be laughing too. (laughs) Oh my god! Um, Yeah, that's something I've been worried about for a long time. I'm just like, please never bring it up. Please never, ever, never let us deal with this until Kaluna's gone. That was my thing with the. uh, I was kind of glad that the resurrection squirrel never got brought back up because I'm like, I don't want to have to kill everybody in the party. At she least would. try, yeah. That's that's that's. I don't. I, I never want to see something like that happen. Where like a team. Tur- I was talking to Group One, and that that obviously happened on Group One, where the team got so fractured at one point that they're fist fighting each other in in fields and stuff. So like, I never want to see oh. that happen again. <laughs> like, no, well, let's do it. It's all the thing, fist though. fighting the field. It's awesome because you're a spectator. If it's yes. your group, it's like no, yeah. No, oh, I, it was so much fun as a listener. <laughs> I feel like that would be a thing where, like, an hour after the fucking game, I'd still be apologizing in a chat somewhere. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it God. would absolutely just be like, I'm so sorry for what I'm about to do. And as the fight is going, I'm so sorry that I have to punch <laughs> you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Even if you know it's not going to kill them, it's just, I'm really sorry. Oh, no. I, oh, I don't know if not killing would happen. I don't know. <laughs> What Kaluna's vicious, vicious killing machine. That's the uh... dude. Kaluna's wearing like a necklace of ears and shit. That's, that's not even true. A joke. That's really <laughs> yeah, Kaluna, not. Kal- okay, Kaluna slowly became a nom vet throughout. <laughs> See, the thing is, Kaluna grew up always wanting to be a killing machine, but they were sort of assigned the role of healer. So then they just sort of, anytime they get the chance, they're like, "Oh yes." Um, murder. I'm, 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 I, I mean, I know we talked about this before, but not many murderers in the in 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 the Wilden clans. Like not Listen, not many. It's not it's not like murder. It's just sort of like I want to go out and hunt things, and okay, then the only hunters. things that Kaluna gets to kill are humanoids. So murder. Well, they would call them hunters, not killing machines. Is all the. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, it translates literally as killing machine. Yeah. It means hunter in their language. <laughs> <laughs> I I personally love any time. And it's 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 rare, but it's I'd say like every 50 episodes or so I get to I get to do like a Darmok type thing or I get to interact like um oh god Valnor was fun. Yes. Just anytime I elicit the reaction of "ew, stop it!" like that's that's, <laughs> that's what I'm after. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> People in the chat I... are always like, <laughs> "Just gotta say, Eric never listed his least favorite thing." That's true, Eric. Oh, I never hate? actually listed my least favorite. Well, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna. I, we're gonna... I just assumed yours was pooping in the in the fucking woods. <laughs> 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 it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Having to role play horrifying wormy diarrhea was probably least favorite is uh finding out that no real bar fights happen in theria what <laughs> i expected a fisticuffs yeah okay hold on to go i've been listening to group four because hold on a second let's talk about that <laughs> I expected to get my ass kicked by a bar full of dwarves. I expected that. Uh-huh. I didn't expect them to pull weapons and try to kill me. Like, I <laughs> wanted to be thrown out through the window, you know? Like, well, here's the thing. Welcome to my world, Eric. <laughs> you walked in to a cutthroat dwarven bar in Brightport, weaponless and talking crazy shit. I imagine if you just walked into trespassing, you may have been, like, pushed out or maybe harassed or they'd make fun of you. If you said half of the stuff you did, you probably would have got your skull thumped and then they'd toss you out. You way crossed that threat. You walked in with an air of confidence. You basically slapped your dick on the bar <laughs> and said, deal with that. And they did. <laughs> um, that's the only reason. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the only reason that it got that bad. email about dick violence. <laughs> <laughs> It just, there was an air of confidence, like, hey, I'm going to fuck all you up, so uh, give me a drink. It's going to be thirsty work. That's basically what you did. Yeah, yeah, to some extent. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I I, didn't go in with that mentality, but right. being it, challenged right off the bat, I, yeah. Well, it's because you're dwarven, is the thing. Okay, that's another thing. You're walking in with... with <laughs> Your your station in 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 Stone Sunder kind of uh, it, it kind of sent a message to them. It's like, oh, you think you're better than me? That type of thing. You know what I mean? Right. And again, I fully expected to get my ass kicked in that situation. Right. I just didn't expect it the way it happened. Right. And I would say if it were a different bar, something like that, different bar, different circumstances, it probably would have been a fist fight or so. Yeah. I don't think it would have been like now murder him. I don't. Yeah. I don't a think bright- it would have been that. A bar fight in Brightport is weapons. Right? <laughs> yeah. I well, wouldn't know kill you with actual weapon. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> Next bar I go into, I'll just slit the throat of the first guy I come across. And, yeah, know. but that'll be in Fair Bay, and that'll that'll just be a disaster. <laughs> he, be... Meant in, he, he meant in real life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, we're going to read about you. <laughs> <laughs> Do it in Florida, so you can be Florida, man. For knowing about it? 
Are we accomplices to whatever he did? Are we? Oh no, I don't think so. I think we can. I think we can hide behind the. <laughs> we thought he was in character. <laughs> <laughs> we were joking. That's definitely worth the darkest dungeon. So. <laughs> Um, let's see. Who didn't do their worst moment? Mac. Mac? I didn't, yeah. My worst moment was the only time that I remember metagaming, which was Persnickety the Unicorn. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Oh, I'd had a rough week, and <sighs> I had told myself the night before, you're not taking a unicorn, and then I took a fucking unicorn. <laughs> I like that. I, I like the image of Mac tucking himself into bed and going, "Tomorrow, you're not going to take a unicorn." <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, I was deadpan at the ceiling, like, "Don't do it, Mac." Do no, it. I actually no. I had like a, a conversation with myself in the shower. I was like, not out loud, but like in my head, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, that would, would be Kalu crazy. take a unicorn?" Yeah. The answer is no. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Because this, 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 and then, and then Jason was like, "The unicorn really digs Kaluna," and I was like. They can't, they can't hurt if they just ride it for a little bit, right? And Into like, town! It fucking, it fucking teleports. And I was like, this is my best friend now. <laughs> and then, and, and then he died and I felt really bad. Because he was like, that's the only time that I've, that I can ever remember metagaming ever in anything. Take note, any and cast members listening. Metagaming kills. <laughs> yeah, so like that's the only time I've ever done that in any roleplay that I've ever done. And that's the consequence was you murdered a unicorn. Every time you metagame, a majestic a fantasy beast well. died. Yeah, yes, that's true, yeah. I still need to send him flowers, fuck. <laughs> uh Jasper, did you do your least favorite? Uh I don't think I did. Let's oh no, oh, I was the only one who did my least favorite. Whoops. Yeah. I think that's true. Uh, you were being efficient. Uh, the unicorn's pretty high up there, even though I wasn't there. That was that was about the time whenever I took a break because I was having mm-hmm. kids yeah. uh, come out of my wife and be born. I feel like and... if you were there, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> I am positive if you were there. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that is complete lack of, of supervision. That's what that was. <laughs> that was... Um, I think my least... Other than combat that just goes like forever and like whatever, I think um, we all hate the combat. Yeah, I mean beyond that kind of stuff because that's just like Your mechanics, right? Yeah. Story wise, I think the poop bucket just kind of <laughs> went on too long and wasn't kind of really helpful. It just kind of got weird <laughs> a little bit. Can I change my answers? I just remembered better answers. Go for it. Um, my actual least favorite is the fact that I joined up expecting a certain level of penis violence and has not been met. <laughs> I, j- I wanted to be on G3 specifically for this content and mm. I haven't gotten it. You have to it's... take G3 as a whole. You have to take it as a whole. You <laughs> yeah. can't just be part of it. You're all you G3. To, you have to loosen up and take group three as a whole. <laughs> you have to take I, all of G3. But, I actually just got an email. Just got an email. It's like, can we stop with the genitalia references? Not even the violence, just like... Dude, I saw that email because I was on your computer and I accidentally opened your email. Did you? And I saw it. 
I wasn't going to tell you that, but since you bring it up, I mm-hmm. thought, and I thought the reason you didn't mention it is that person specifically mentioned me. Yeah, but it's like... They were like, Brianna, could you chill the fuck out? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Jason wouldn't have shown charm. this to me. No, I wouldn't. Because Jason what? doesn't show me criticism because he knows it fucking locks me down forever, where I'm like, oh, I'm just never going to speak again. Yeah, but that's the thing. If it were something that were still happening, whatever. But I don't feel like it is. It's more – if that is a thing, it's in behind-the-scenes stuff anyway where we're just talking. Right. I don't think it makes the show. I, I think the last time it happened was like maybe Darmok? Yeah, that was the last actual penis violence. And that was the thing where like I was very careful in saying like, you know, use your imagination, whatever she did, just so that people wouldn't yell at me. And people yelled at me anyway. So I was like, okay. I remember getting graphic, but that's just me. I remember. Yeah, I think I remember that. It, it was a little bit, but I remember she didn't specifically say It was kind of going backwards. It was a thing like where it was, it got graphic and that was supposed to be a joke. And I said, no, no, but really right. just use your imagination, whatever she did. She did uh, like, cause we were all joking about it because that was when the complaints Simultaneously, the penis violence and the complaints about penis violence were at their highest. Right, yeah. So we yeah, joking was... about it. And then I went back and went, no, no, just kidding. She just killed him. Like, you you can imagine whatever you want happened. And that that didn't make a difference because we had already done all the joking. It's kind of like Draconis under the bed where it's like, that was too real. Right, it's still, <laughs> yeah. They went and went a little too, too far. But um, yeah, I'd like to change my favorite. Go to, right ahead. Uh, to when... Kaluna got the killing blow on the fucking Drake, and then uh, American Kaluna had the legendary chest bump. Oh yes, <laughs> fucking Nat twenty chest bump. It was so good. Oh, I forgot. God, oh, if you were dead, it would have restarted your heart. Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I regret not taking anything from the Drake. I didn't even think about it. I was too excited about the chest bump. Yeah. Well, that's what we took away from the Drake. I feel like that was before Kaluna started cutting things off of things. No, not true. (laughs) Kaluna cut a tail off of a cobalt. That's right. What the? Where are these things? I think, I like to think that the tail got thrown out because it started rotting and getting gross. I know, I know what happens. Kaluna keeps these things around. Merrick ends up getting rid of them and and Kaluna's looking around and Merrick's like I don't know I haven't seen it I don't know you so mean this like is what just my happened mom does? yeah exactly this is exactly <laughs> he's done this since they've met right so it's just like I I'm getting rid of this now <laughs> you can't take the shriveled lizards from their pockets though <laughs> why <laughs> not true not canon that was a joke okay I was gonna say Kaluna wouldn't keep a live lizard in their pocket long enough for it to die that'd be fucked up. <laughs> Would they pick up, like, a lizard corpse and just put it in their pocket? Oh, yeah. oh easy. Absolutely. It sounds like yeah. something that would totally happen. Yeah, they pick up a ra- I like to think that they just pick up random shit. Like, oh, they that looks neat. Like, a and spirited away flashback where it's like, like, Kaluna just eats it whole. I'm just realizing that Kaluna is a little Kendar-y, right? Like, a little bit. Tiny bit. Who? What? I understand this reference. Mm-hmm. Oh, Definitely. It, like just uh, takes things. Yeah, Brie. Uh, oh, Kendar. Kendar. Is, oh, Ken, I, I didn't. I never called them Kendar. Yeah, there's, there's a, um, a, a book series called Dragonlance, and she wouldn't um, know. Yeah, and in this series, she's not a fan I know like you joking, and I are. I'm actually really offended. <laughs> <laughs> like really 
be deeply offended. Like if I could look you in the eyes, I'd smack you in the face right now. <laughs> right, it's, not, it's not the first time. I'm locking this door. Um... <laughs> I hit him all the time. It's fine. It's not fun. <laughs> Jason, what was your least favorite moment? Yeah, what was your least favorite moment, Jason? Wait, what's your favorite and least? Go both. Yeah. Well, I did. I, I'd say like the the Darmok and doing that, that 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 stuff's the most fun because it's just I I don't know. I get to be kind of over the top, and I don't get to do that so much. But uh, least favorite. Um, oh boy. Um, oh, we, can, we can take it. It's not even anything. It's it, honestly the stuff I like. Um, I guess a couple of moments jump at me when Brie lost her powers. That sucked because mm-hmm. just like her, her feeling completely useless. And I, 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 I think things leading up to 200 and then the actual moment in 200, but I, okay. I knew she was pretty much on the way out. Like I, I, I felt it. Like I knew it was coming. Uh, and there really wasn't much that could change that, but I don't know. Like, okay, here's a weird thing. And I know Izzy isn't here, so it's a, it's a weird thing. I think she was really hurt by Una being so uh, cool with her killing herself. <laughs> like, it, it it's a weird thing. It's like, even at the opening of 200, and it was something that was sort of... Um, I think implied in, in other episodes, but in 200 leading up to that, it's like, well, if we had some free time, I think I would start working on Brie, get her, get ready to kill. It's like, wow. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, and I understand for her, it's like, yeah, we got the whole afterlife to, 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 to spend together. But if, if one of you is kind of of the opinion that like, I don't really believe in that. I don't know. I, it, that, that was just the thing. And then like the, the actual moment, it's like, I knew, <clears throat> I knew that was going to suck, but it, 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 it at least was a death that meant something. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it was, um, like it was a, a pointless death or anything like that. And I've definitely was, had NPCs that died very pointless deaths. I think it was very impactful. And I think it was very good. And I, I love the character. Um, I think she's going to be missed. But what really sucks for me, I think, is that I felt like she had a chance of, giving us a side of Una we hadn't seen yet. Mm. Like, you're right. Like, even now, Una has a little bit of a, you know, uh, a cold streak towards that. And I, I felt like it was getting better up until that point. And I wanted to see, I wanted to see Brie break through that. Mm-hmm. And now we're not going to see it. I agree. Yeah. I think that's insightful. All right. Well, I guess we'll. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Because even just talking about it made me kind of start to tear up a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's funny because all these people to me are in some way, shape or form. They do feel like people I I know or, or they feel like real people. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, Kaluna is like a baby that I had and I'm watching that baby grow up. So then, so then for me, everyone else's characters are also their babies. So then when something happens to them, it's like, Oh no, your child, your child fucking died. That's (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, 
Jesus child died. That's fucked up. <laughs> She's not coming back. Basically, that was something I sad. We did start getting like messages and emails, and it's like, well, you could bring her back. It's like, no, she's gone. That's it. Like we made. And it, yeah, it was, you, you specifically said that they're just fucking pooped. They're, they're yeah, done. They're gone. Like that was it. And that was just the way to give weight to it, because it was like if if it were less to a die roll, even if they died, I think there would have been <clears> that. Not as much finality to it, right? Because mm-hmm. then it would have been like it's okay. We have like we have at least two people who can resurrect her, right? Yeah, and that's the, yep. And that's yeah. the nature of D anD D. And I don't. Um, some of that was uh, some of that was trimmed out of two hundred, but like that. I I, I feel like because it's D anD D, and because there is a game to it, I feel like there's always that bartering stage, like somewhere. Even if you know, like even if it's like there is no there is no coming back from this. If you do this, you are sacrificing yourself. That is it. You are dead, gone. There is no. It's like well, if I roll well enough, though, it's like no, no, no. You're not hearing me. And it's like, but we have a resurrection scroll. It's like no, it's that's not how it works. (laughs) That's yeah. It's it is final, and I don't think people are used to hearing the words final. Uh, in in D anD D, a lot of the times because there's just it's like yeah, but I mean healers and stuff. Like I just it, it's the thing rare. is, it's not like you took away choice because that choice was still there. It was like well, you could not open it. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I thought I thought James had said goodbye to Dagon. I thought we had seen the end of Dagon. Yeah, yeah it was fifty fifty there for a second. I think um, I... Well, Dagon was willing, but then Actronis said the thing he did, and I think yeah, that's just... kind of. I I felt like it wasn't gonna be Dagon. <clears throat> like it was those it was like everyone was saying goodbye and was like, Yeah, this is really sweet and touching and all, but it's, it's not gonna be him. Honestly, dude. I would up- rather it be him. No offense to James, <laughs> but I would rather it be him than Bree. But I I'll tell you what okay, because I was um <clears throat> I, I was talking to Bree on Skype, obviously, during the yeah during the session and up until the moment like there's some stuff so so breeze kind of huddled up next to phantos and there's there's a little bit of time there where like i i I feel like she'd be thinking it's like okay well i mean this is happening maybe there's a chance that i'll live maybe there's a chance that like by you know because the if Corey's dying uh because this gets open then that means the witch dies and that means that so uh, there's there's a big part of her that was like okay well maybe Maybe I could just retire after this. Maybe we could just stop and go. And it just wasn't right. It was like, if that wasn't true, then she's going to end up dying anyway. And someone perfectly healthy sacrifices themselves. And it just didn't, it didn't sit well with her. And part of it's actor is glaring at her too, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I actually, I just pulled it up because I was like, I want to remember what you actually said. And you said, I want Brie to do something here. And that's Brie with an E that's, character Bray, and i was like what do you mean and you responded i think she's gonna and i responded fuck (laughs) and then you said i gotta be true to her and i was like i know and then that then actor on his glare and you were like well now i really gotta yeah it was gonna by that point it was happening anyway Uh, can i say what a dick move that felt like like Hey, yeah. motherfucker, you're dying anyway. Go. Oh, that was yeah. I, I it, it, that was thing. Because I don't even know if Actronis knew she was gonna die. Like I think no. that was just something a little bit meta. But he said it in character, and he glared at her in character. So it was like mm-hmm. okay. And then I'm not sure if you cut it, but I know James said something jokingly after that. That's like make more sense for her, right? And I'm like, okay. And 
was a little bit at that point up. you had already decided that she was gonna do it so it was yeah. kind of a thing of like now it's now i'm gonna look like i'm just caving to pressure but it wasn't that you had already decided doesn't isn't there a loyalty requirement from actoronis to dagon at that point like that's fair yeah that could have been it and well i mean even if it's okay even if, just by virtue of the fact that there's another scion that could do it right uh, I, I like I get technically, but the, he yeah. glared directly at Bree, not Santos. Right, and he, this is true. he knew Santos was a scion. Maybe, Maybe. He thought Bree had more going for her, like she was easier to convince somehow. Because Santos made herself very fucking <laughs> clear. And again, I'm I'm I haven't we haven't sat down with Group Two yet, and I'm gonna I, I want to bring it up because uh, I'm I'm actually curious now. But maybe it was a thing. It was like, hey, I did you a favor by helping Una. Maybe you could do. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that. I don't know. If he weren't already undead and brought back to life like twice right. through like various means, I'd think that maybe he meant it in a way of like she shouldn't be alive anyway. She already died, but that would be insanely hypocritical. I doubt that. No, I don't so think Group Two had a had a hang up about that specifically towards the end. Where it's like that was that that they were full on cat on curtains, like refusing to like. Like just sliding down, it's like refusing to acknowledge gravity. Just like no, no, we're fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Death isn't permanent. It's cool. You know, I just through that group through two as little kittens, like <laughs> like a little undead kitten and a little kitten with horns and like, <laughs> like ear falling off. Oh, sad but cute. A little black and white striped kitten with glowing blue eyes, like. <laughs> Sorry, Mac. I interrupted you. I didn't mean to. I just had to get. No, that it's image okay because because that gave me more time to f- figure out how I was going to word it. But one of those things that didn't happen just because it was like this has gone on for so long. Please let it end. Was I? Kaluna was super fucking determined not not to let the thing not to let the seal thing happen. And I was fully prepared to just 1v20 or whatever. Oh, wow. <laughs> to prevent it from happening. But it was like, it had gone on for so long. And I don't, and like, because of what we fucking fought, it felt in character for Kaluna to be like, no, it's <laughs> not fucking worth fighting more people. <sighs> Let me but ask like I had question. gone into the session with that mindset of like it's not fucking happening. Let me let me ask you a question. Okay, so this is interesting. So let's say alternate universe. Let's say Orden's there, and let's say let's say the numbers still kind of shake out where majority of people want to open the seal. So there is a minority that doesn't want to open the seal. Do you think the majority would have fought? Like, oh, for fought. sure. Group Do you two? think so? Hell yeah. Yeah, well, I think group, with G2. Uh, uh, well, well, hold on a second. Like... <laughs> with Una there, with, with do you think Una would have teamed up with Group 2 or like Orden and Group 2? Oh, I, I imagine like Orden and Una standing side by side while we ushered one of the Scions to the seal. And it's just like, and you just go execute do it. Them? And, well, no, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying if, if, a, if one of the Scions was willing to open the seal. I'm saying Orden and Una would have provided a line See, preventing yes, anyone yeah. no. from getting to get the that. seal to stop them. Hmm, right. Yeah, that's a smart plan. Kaluna would have been going for the Scions. Get them out of the way first. 
Do well, okay. Mostly now because there's a main threat, but also okay. <laughs> now hold on a second. Let's let's picture an alternate reality where um, the battle at the end shakes out differently and people die, so that there's still a majority that want to open the seal, and it's just Kaluna left. Do you think that the majority would have fought Kaluna? Because that's what I know. Kaluna would have fought them. Let's they got say nothing left to lose, basically. So well, let's say just, just Dagon. Let's say just Dagon's left, and Dagon wants mm. to open the seal still. Hell yeah! Fucking murder him. Not written. Depending on how he reacted, I think. Or I guess, so is this the situation where everyone is dead and it's just Kaluna v. No. Uh, no, no, no. My, my question being is if there is still a group, let's say maybe one or two people on group two dies or something like that, but there's still very much a majority just versus one person who wants to, who is so convicted to not open that seal, that they are willing to fight to the death to do it. It's no longer groups versus groups. It's a group mm-hmm. versus one person. Would they brutally yeah. murder someone? No, no, s- no, no, no. You don't no, think no. so? Ooh, no. There are enough ways. Do to you think they'd road shark him? Is that? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I honestly. Okay, so I'm imagining Merrick, who was very like, vehemently against opening up the seal, mm-hmm. um, but not to the degree that he would have harmed anybody else to do right. it. like he, he wanted to convince people to please don't do this but he wasn't going to like you know cut somebody or, or slam right. them the side of the head but if everybody were gone except for Merrick on the don't open it up side mm-hmm. and everybody was on the other side if even if Merrick first of all he wouldn't have tried to fight but right. let's just say he was like I'm willing to fight I think that everybody else would have found a way to subdue him and, and like, you know, who, you know, fuck it. Una would have been like, she, she would find a way to hog tie him or right. shut him up or knock him out or something like that. And, and be like, I'm sorry, but I have to do this for your own good kind of a thing. But I don't think, I don't think anybody would have done anything <laughs> out of like cold blood. Okay. Cause it seems like it could have gotten violent there. I could see a fight starting, but I could see it also being somebody, somebody being the voice of reason standing in the middle and saying, we've got to stop this. We can't do this to each other. Kind of right. thing. It feels like everyone, there's no real hatred in the groups. Yeah. So everyone would be trying their best to avoid killing anyone. Yeah. Right. But the fight would happen. And unless some weird crit, no alternative type thing happened, I don't think anyone would have died. Yeah. Hmm. I, you know, I had this uh, a daydream of, and I know because there's no way this could have possibly happened based on all the people that had to be there and all the different groups. Right. But long ago, whenever it started to be that Orden and Merrick were like, "Oh, we don't agree about this." Yeah. I I always kind of imagined that being something at the end with Orden and Merrick fighting over the seal. Mm-hmm. What like what like physically gets... fighting? But I don't know what that would have meant, but it certainly wouldn't have been part of this reality. But. Tickle fight. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slap. <laughs> slap. Slap, 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 slap. Oh, you're scratching me. Ow. I could totally see that happening. Like, it's not hard at all. But I never thought it was going to get there. And as we got closer to 200, I was convinced it wasn't going to get there because I thought Merrick was completely going to swap his stance after he finds out that the gods were imprisoned 
not for a reason. The gods were, I mean, not for a reason for anything they did, but out of <clears throat> spite for their power? That's, yeah. okay, hold on. I need to jump in here because that is a thing <laughs> that, okay. Group two spoke to one Aladrin. One. Who one asshole. One dude. One dude who has spent a hundred years alone, which is going to sour your disposition just a bit. So for the Eladrin, nothing has changed for them. For the, for the in, in their head, it's like, okay, well, we're still the pinnacle of civilization and uh, you guys are not pure bloods and blah, 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 blah. So one, he's going to talk to a majority of... Uh, of group two, like they're lesser than him because that's, that's, that's what he was raised around it. Secondly, this guy wasn't even around when the Eladrin did what they did. So all he's going by is what was written down. So it's very much, um, it's very much circumstantial. Um, but doesn't it paint them in a bad light? Like if anything, wouldn't, I mean, do you want your great grandfather talking to your friends about how you believe in race relations, for example? Because if my great-grandmother had a say, um, she called my sister's boyfriend a lot of interesting names, not even trying to offend him. He's black. (laughs) Just to (laughs) clarify, there was a word that was tossed around twice when she was alive. Young gentleman. (laughs) Yeah, that, that. (laughs) Okay, I'm not not saying that the Eladrin were 100% right. What I'm saying is they didn't – okay – they had a reason, whether it was just a reason that they believed in or, or, or not. Um, that's, that's one thing. And you don't know what theory is going to look like with the gods in play. No shit. This is where Merrick and I still sit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Well, yep. even going in, I knew Santos didn't want to open the seal, but I told Jason this several times. Brianna wanted the seal open because I like the idea of things changing in Theria and all of that. And I want to meet the gods and shit. I didn't like Ther- Santos didn't. I did, but even then, I'm still like. But I know there are going to be repercussions, and I I only know two of them right now. Jason has told me two that will be known to all the groups once all the writing is done. Like I don't know secrets really. He's just like talking to me about stuff. These are broad strokes, more or less. Broad strokes, exactly. And already I'm like, yep, yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and it's something of like, yeah, they're. There are both negative and positive consequences, and that's something we knew, but I think it was something that was vehemently denied for the most part, where it's like, well, it's going to be better. And we were like, what if it isn't? It's gonna! And we were like, sure, well, okay. the, the, here's well, the argument that was tossed out. It's gonna because it has to be. And it's like, why does it have to be? Right. Yeah, that uncertainty is why Kaluna was so willing to put put their money on the table basically because mm-hmm. Kaluna feels responsibility that they really shouldn't so they were like okay if the world goes to shit it's not only going to be these groups that get affected it's going to be I... my people who it's don't know everybody. what the fuck is happening and yeah. that was brought up at one point and the answer was well fuck everybody else what yeah. does it matter if they all... That was actually a thing that was said. was like, so what? Julie, they all died. Yep. Does it matter? It's like, yeah. Yes, it does, kind that of. That was yeah. Julie and Una arguing, and that was... Yeah. That was... Okay, as Julie, it's like, that is exasperating to me. Because, one... Okay, I'm going to say this. Julie was never well-liked. Uh, I always I, loved her, can I, I say? <laughs> uh, most, most people uh, who have interacted with Julie hate 
Julie for, for whatever reason. Just she's a bitch. She's whatever. But she's analytical, maybe to a fault, but it's not – she's not saying things just to pull it out of her ass. She's saying things because she's concerned and is trying to think about them. And Una is more about gut feelings. So those two arguing, it's – it can be very frustrating because it's like, okay, but we don't know this, this, and this. Well, sometimes you just got to take it on faith. It's like – Okay, but it's not just you taking it on faith. It's everybody having to rely on your hunch, which mm-hmm. is a big deal. And we, yeah, so it's. Yeah, I mean, a decision has to be made and there right. are no way to get all the facts. So right. at the end of the day, you do get forced to make a decision based on what's available. Right. And there are some interesting things going on, like, you know, the the gods are regaining their memory and the demons are starting to move. Is repurposing the seal the way that the Aladrin did, slowly eroding the power that would have otherwise kept the demons at bay? Mm-hmm. At some point, is it no longer even going to require a ritual for that seal to break open? Like, there's all kinds of what-ifs and possibilities and mm-hmm. options here. Um and... You have thought about this way more than I have. <laughs> well, that was something that Group 2 said at one point. Like, Group 2 said with absolute certainty, the demons are already getting out. The seal's already broken. And I was like, huh? What? And then I... we had to remind them, like, that's that's a little bit meta. Because, it's a like, guess. It's a guess. guess but, like, it's them fa- we, had to remi- we had to remind listeners, like, that's not a thing. Like... As well, far as you know, it's here's the thing. I understand that I understand that jump because it's like, well, we fought right. demons; they shouldn't be here. Hence, like, I get that. Um, but I, I also said it's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. There is some powerful mojo at play here. There is some pacts and deals and all that stuff because technically, Jesse has had a path right. demon for like five levels. Like, right? Demons it's, have always been able to get out. Little ones, like they're and yeah. It's, it's it's little like little. It these aren't like. Darmok level, like this and I is do not... feel bad. I, I see Eric's side completely because, like, it's three people who are on the other side in a call together. Right? With no, no one. Izzy's not here to defend any of the things she said, and we're just sitting here like, ha ha, fuck that. But like, we all know we we were all there. We all know every side had a point. My favorite episode of Buffy, or at least one of my favorites, is the one where fucking Giles is like, it has to be better, and then he crushes that fucking crystal, and the world right. goes back to the way it was. Right. And it is better. He was right. It's just that in character, our characters felt this way. And that's why we're saying those yeah, things. Yeah, out of like, character, I was like, hell yeah, open the scene. Right. Let's see what happens. But, yeah. Let's break shit, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't I like just that attitude to... of, like, nothing bad is allowed to happen because my character decided it wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. we saw yeah. immediate consequences, and then we're going to see other consequences <laughs> as time passes. The things I know about that you guys don't. Can I um, can I ask you guys a question? Man, you are lording that over people. Everyone's going to find out. Everyone in this call is going to find out. Everyone's like going to find out before I, the actual. Can the I, listeners yeah. are the only one who aren't going to find out for a while, and yeah. they all hate me now, so it's fine. <laughs> I almost don't want to find out. I'm scared. <laughs> it's you'll see. It's it's because Kelsey hinted. She didn't outright tell me anything, but she was like, "Hey, a big thing happens on G1's end." And I was like, no, I don't want to know. I don't oh, you haven't heard 200 know. yet? I'm so don't, scared. Have you not listened to episode 200 yet? Oh, I did. I oh, did. okay, cool. But like before it came time. out, she was like, yeah. some big things happened. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 I'm scared. Because she was like, I'm crying. Big things happened. I was like, no. <laughs> that was and devastating. Then... Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Especially the way it happened. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. I didn't roll a one. Hey. 
hey, you didn't have to make Amara get fucking gutted. You could have just had her throat get ripped out or something. You well, had to go for the gutting. Um, this, okay, this black dragon is not to be fucked with, and it's not- and I it's, don't care, Jen! Yeah, the white dragons, and trust me, I committed this to memory. They tend to be a little bit chubbier, so... Yeah, it... it what, what made it worse for me was I had just watched an episode of Criminal Minds where they talked about what happens when you got someone, so... Aww. <laughs> Aww. So yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. Well, this Are you saying it was kind of a gut shot to you? Shut the fuck up. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most honest response to a pun I have ever heard. Yep. <laughs> normally, normally I love puns. Normally I love them. And this that is one not is the very time. good. But this is not the time. <laughs> Can I ask a question of everybody? Just just um, a weird I, – a, a couple more questions and then I swear I'm going to let everybody go. Um. While we're talking about the it's better because it has to be argument, there was um there was there's 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 a sentiment that I have seen slowly but surely grow uh over the five year history of DNR. And that is that Theria is a terrible place to live. It is an awful place where nothing but bad things happen. Uh and the gods being in the world have to make it better because it couldn't get worse. Now, is that is that is that something you guys feel? Is that something that um, uh, is do you do you think that that's 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 prevalent? Do you think that that's a because I, I I really did want to I I felt like that was um a, a I don't know if that's just a G two feeling because of certain things they've gone through like uh, like Dagon specifically or if that's something that everybody feels. I personally I think that's just. You know how we talk about, like, I remember on the forums, Kelsey posted about this, where someone was saying, well, there's an awful lot of Scions around. And Kelsey said, well, that's because of the numbers. Like, we're only seeing adventurers, and Scions tend to try to get away from people by adventuring. And that's pretty much all they can do because they can't control their emotions, blah, blah, blah. I think that's an adventurer's perspective, is that Mm -hmm. the world is shitty. In the same way that, like, a fucking cop would have that perspective because they have to deal with shit. Or a surgeon has that perspective because they see fucking people dying every day. Right. Whereas the layman, like me, I get to play D&D for a living. I don't have to see dead children, like, almost ever. Like, <laughs> almost ever. I mean, the internet doesn't help, but in general, <laughs> my life is pretty good. I think that uh, I think that the idea that nothing can get worse is a silly thought that I'm sure you will eventually break us of, Jason. Um, but I don't think it's such a bad place, except I do kind of feel like there's a no good deed goes unpunished thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, take what happened with the orcs. Mm-hmm. What I happened with think, the orcs? Well, with... with in 200? Uh, in 200, yeah. Okay. That I think my highlights. that that was an awesome moment, and mm-hmm. I, I love the way that played out, and I love the interplay between uh, Kelsey and Rob, and... Uh, I mean, I even said this to Kelsey the other day. It, I, I loved that, you know, she stuck to her guns and she and she did that all out. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I think a lot of people are going to pay for it. I think that uh, I think those orcs being inserted between two major uh, two major cities and the trade routes and everything is going to come actually, back to something, haunt. Something Jason reminded me of um, today, actually, Jason, can I say? Because it, sure. it's common knowledge. Um, two cities and then one large civilization. 
the elves are in the evergreen. Oh, whoops. So the orcs are going right in the middle of that. So I think there's a... I think it was well. meant well, and I think that, you know, it might even work for a little while, but mm-hmm. I think that things are going to explode there, and it's going to be bad well, things. Okay, I do think that actions have consequences, and we haven't seen it yet. Again, I'm still writing. But right. we haven't we haven't seen it yet, and I don't think that no good deed goes unpunished because I could name several off the top of my head that actually have worked out really well. Okay, um, the rebuilding of Dern Hollow, uh, Group Four, Group Three, and Four set out to uh, kind of make Dern Hollow a better place and help them rebuild and stuff. That's been going well. Uh, the the stuff in Lockford. Uh, Lockford has a ton of rebuilding to do, but right now they're not going to be besieged by werewolves because of the sacrifices that G4 made. And uh, th- depending on your idea of a good deed, uh, the things that are happening in the Overwatch right now, that is a huge amount of rebuilding and, and c- trying to change hearts and minds and all that. And um, things that have happened in Winterhaven, like there's there people are no longer at war right now. There was a huge continental size war just completely taking over the West coast. And, that's that's stopped now. So I I think there's a lot of good stuff that happens, and even on a even on a base level, like a smaller level, we do have things like weddings and uh, characters kind of developing relationships and getting to know each other. I just don't think that gets as much play as like group two dealing with the werewolves, which is something that did happen and it was terrible. But that was well over a hundred episodes ago. But group two just always kind of got saddled with well, they're the werewolf group. Yeah, um, I know that. I think we came in either like right after that, I think maybe, mm-hmm. or somewhere around there when it was at the peak moment of everyone saying, God, there is a shithole. So Kinda, yeah. yeah, I remember I came in with that mentality. So I made Kaluna and I didn't really come up with much of anything for them. And I had like a backup character already in my mind because I figured I I don't, I don't do jokes very well. <laughs> so I just sort of went with that as like, yeah, Theory is a shithole. So Kaluna is probably going to die in like two episodes. So I don't want to be attached. But then. How's that working out? <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> but then like we kept playing and then I didn't really feel attached to Kaluna for a long time. Really? Maybe it wasn't that long, but like I didn't feel attached to them until the fucking Valis stabbing them thing. Oh, so, like, that really that really cemented it for me. Of Like, yeah, this is my character. This is Kaluna. This is, yeah. And so, like, now it's like, there is, it could be worse. Kaluna could be dead. Like, they ate food that maybe should have killed them. They're still alive. Right. I, well, okay. Like, I, I will remind you, there are settings where having a civilization or having a, a large city is considered not only a rarity, but like, Oh, I've heard tell there's a city. There are several large cities just in the mainland alone, just in Lara. Like that's just that, that like there are tons of cities and stuff. And yeah, they have problems, but anytime you get a grouping of people together, there's going to be problems. And I'd like to point out, um, Kaluna grew up in the silver glade, did not <laughs> die there. Nope. Uh, yeah. left the silver glade, did not die there. That's pretty good. For a place that was probably the worst place, filled with werewolves. So you're saying that to complete Kaluna's arc, you have to go back? Yep. (laughs) Maybe. Probably. We'll see. (laughs) 
Listen, I've never thought that Theria was that bad of a place. I know that D&D is filled with things that are going to happen, but it's never felt odd to me that Theria was like too much that way. It's right. always felt like, oh, this is just what you do as an adventurer. This is just sort of the life of an adventurer, and this is what you have to go through. So I've never bought into that, and I think that's probably one of the reasons that Merrick wasn't like, well, I don't know. Maybe this could be a good thing. He's just like, everything's fine. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not okay, but it's okay. Like, yeah, like it, it was never, like for Kalina too, it was never like, oh, God, the world is so awful. It's like, no, the world is pretty cool. Now, Have you now, explored it? Have you seen this shit? Right. Now, it would be a very different story if the arc for all of this part of the story had been that the that let's just say Darmok had found a way to break open the seal. Mm-hmm. Demons had infiltrated to some level mm-hmm. Theria and were making everything really, really bad. And the whole point of what we needed to do was to find out how to release the gods in order to help, you know, right. offset. Them. That's a different story. But totally. Well, like that, it was sort of like, look, it's cool. And I, I don't know. I just feel like upsetting the balance right now could go pretty bad, even if we think it's a good idea. The other thing that I know that Merrick was thinking, nobody's asking me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Well, I'm asking. <laughs> what is Merrick thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Merrick, Merrick still so Merrick's whole backstory is that he felt like a monitor had completely abandoned him mm-hmm. and had cursed him for whatever his problems were and made him this this werewolf and so or, or at least not been there to help him through life in some way right he thought he completely abandoned him he thought that the curse was from him and uh, even though. All of that kind of changed. The dialogue sort of changed, and the conversations changed. And talking to Una, and then the Swamp Witch, and all. He still, he still like has this feeling of being angry at a monitor. So I don't think he wants to let him go, even though there's no good reason. He's just holding a grudge, even though if it wasn't even really true, he's just holding a grudge. So he doesn't feel like there's any good reason to, to let anybody out. Even if, okay, so so. Okay, let's say that it was proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that someone could point and go, yeah, I mean, he didn't abandon you. He was trapped and he would have done something if he were out, that type of thing. Would Merrick still just be pissed? Uh, no, that would have changed it a little bit. I mean, if, if okay. there was some sort of proof that would have gotten him to really digest that and understand it. But so far, he's been completely skeptical and... Nothing so far has, I mean, I think as a, as Jason as a, or Jasper or whatever my name is in this. <laughs> <laughs> as, what the fuck uh, my name is? Yeah, I don't even know anymore. Who am I? But like, I, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. <laughs> okay. Fuck it, who cares? I, I care. I care. I don't even know what I was talking I about. I also care. This is a travesty. Eric like, doesn't care. But we all, I'm ambivalent. Care. <laughs> but, um. To conclude the discussion about is Theria a shitty place, I feel like Theria is just playing an RPG on realistic mode. Where, like, there's limits, you know? And they make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys want to end on uh, a little more of an upbeat, like, 
this 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 is a little more uh easy to answer. I want to go around the table one more time. And I want to get your favorite NPC to interact with and your least favorite NPC to interact with. And I Does this start... have to be the last thing? Because I thought of a cool idea for another thing we could talk about. <laughs> well, you're running the show, Matt. What, what are we doing? Cool. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all level 200 in, in honor of the episode. <laughs> no, I thought a cool thing to talk about would be what we're looking forward to for the next arc. Oh. Oh, like guesses for what. And what that's better your job than you are jason damn oh. i don't know do we want to do that and then the npcs are npcs first uh I, dude i'm fine with whatever like i said i don't want to keep everybody here for like three hours but okay, i want to okay, be here okay okay hours. i have an idea i have an idea let's talk about npcs real quick but i think a great way to end this is to think about what's going to happen well the next. future yeah right the future so let's do the npc thing what do you think Okay, the only thing I wanted to avoid is like, uh, okay, no, 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 no. The only thing, I, I want to talk about the future. I just didn't want to do the thing where it's like, well, I can't tell you. I, just, I, I hate to be so fucking coy about yeah. stuff. No, That's no, the only thing. Oh, yeah, no, we're Ready just going to make done. wild guesses and you don't have to tell us anything. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, you could do that all day. Yeah, no, no, not even that. I just, we should just go around and quickly just say like the, the, a quick snippet of what we wish would be the next thing. Fucking for sweet. Yes, I am down. Like Let's our start. next adventure that we want to do. Yeah, or things to, yeah, right, yes. Cool. Sweet. Right. Let's start with favorite Mac. NPC. Go Mac. Uh, favorite NPC. Fuck. Um, to interact with. Yeah, to interact with is hard. Uh, honestly, Valis or Julie, which makes sense because those are my two favorite NPCs. <laughs> but yeah, they were both fun in different ways. You know. Hmm. Uh, what about least favorite? Least favorite. I haven't interacted with a lot of NPCs, I'm realizing. Uh actually very true. <laughs> uh fuck, I don't know. I haven't talked to many NPCs and none of them were unpleasant. Well we're gonna Okay, then I haven't done my job. Uh we're gonna have to get Kalinda to talk to people more. In arc two, that's what we're gonna honestly. Do. That would be fantastic. Let's do it. I can't wait for that horrible train wreck. I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding. That's gonna happen. Uh, Eric, what about you? Um, well, it's gonna be weird. Uh, I didn't have a ton of interactions. I think Tessia is probably my favorite, and that's more almost because where I saw things going there rather than what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a lot of hope that certain things would play out there, so I was I was enjoying it and wanted to see that expanded upon. Romance, uh, clearly. Okay. Mm, hot. Um, She's way too old for me. You You're a dwarf. No, we're, <laughs> we talked about the uh, cradle robbing thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a pedophile. Oh, yeah. Remember? He's a pedophile. Oh. <laughs> so long, I forgot the joke. <laughs> I like that my joke has to be cut and the pedophile is fine. <laughs> yep, that's um, how it works. Okay. Uh, uh, what about least favorite? 
Jeez, I guess the only bad NPC interaction I had was that that dwarf whose name I can't even remember from the bar. Um, hmm. Barton? No, uh, no, 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 no. The, the bartender. The guy, it wasn't the bartender either. He was just a patron. Uh, the one who oh, started... just one of the thugs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. The, is that is that just because it didn't... I can't remember how... What, like, if dice rolls were that bad, I can't remember, honestly. That was... They that was, probably well, were. Let, let's be fair. If I had dice rolls, they were bad. I, you have <laughs> an illustrious career of bad dice rolls. Like, stunning. It's honestly odd. impressive. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you could put it on a resume. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> percentage-wise, that shouldn't be physically possible. Yeah, well. It's, it's, yes. So, we're, uh, Brie. What, me now? What? No, I was last every single time so far. And that's why you're not now. What? Um... Shit, what was the question? No, I know. Um, uh, fuck, I'm gonna go with the easy answer. The one that everyone already fucking knows. My favorite character to interact with is Valus. Um, and he probably would be even if my character didn't marry him. Because he's the biggest character in the show. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And that's where I always go. That's my go-to. Um, is large. But as far as least favorite character to interact with, specifically... Hmm. I guess. You know what? Actually, no. There is an easy answer for this. Fucking David shut down all my fun every goddamn time. So... <laughs> as Thantas. Okay, yeah. yeah. I almost went with Seraph as Jadzia before the Alliance, because now that, they're, now that they're aligned, like, it's fine. But, like, before that, it was always kind of iffy, and I never knew what he was going to do, but I love Seraph. Um... Oh my god, I just realized my least favorite. Oof. The fucking guard. From Lockford. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, oh, the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that was still when I didn't have I didn't have my sea legs yet, and I had a really <laughs> cool argument to use against him about like, yeah, I lived in the fucking woods where the werewolves live, asshole. Cry <laughs> more, but I, I didn't say it because I I didn't have my sea legs, so I just <laughs> said, well, I lived there. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I hate him. I hope he died. I like that all of our least favorite NPCs just come down to NPCs that didn't give us the thing we wanted. That's right. <laughs> <kind>, yeah. <laughs> we weren't able to convince them. But no, when it comes, like, David was just always watching, and that was the thing that bothered me. It's like, mm, not okay. bothered me because it makes sense for his character and all of that. But yeah, as far as interacting with him. Yeah, but I wanted to continue. And he didn't let me. <laughs> Jesus. That was the best part of playing Phantos. <laughs> uh, Jasper. Well, I mean, of course, Ballas and Gradic. I almost want to take them off the list because they're too... They're too easy? They're too easy. So beyond those types of things. And also, Ballas was really not just an NPC that we interacted with. He was part of the party, right? Um, I would say Drac is... <laughs> is <laughs> Just because I just loved his whole context He's so <laughs> for some good. reason. Um, so Drac was great. Uh, my least favorite NPC to interact with, 
was probably honestly i'm going to i'm going to pick one of the main one of our main charactery people and the reason is well let me tell you who it is i think it's probably julie ah. and it's I, well, it's not because i don't like julie it's because merrick never really interacted with her like that's true didn't i think from a player perspective i don't think merrick had much reason to deal with julie so i mm. i would just say just kind of not my favorite out of more disinterest than out of something bad. Yeah. And I, Julie I, I, did great I, stuff like with other people, but Merrick just wasn't, just had nothing to do. With I don't feel like she's a people person and like being in a group that size is more like, all right, I'm going to stick to myself unless there's something that we need to do or whatever. I don't, I don't feel like she's crazy. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's really big into interacting and stuff. Uh, so you want to go around the table and, uh, and, 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 and talk about something you're, you're looking forward to in the future real quick. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eric, how about you? Hmm. I mean, from the most general sense, I'm interested just personally and from, a. Uh, as a as a listener too, to hear more of a the little things and the ways that tie adventurers to the world, um, whether it's whether it's ownership, whether it's uh, uh, crafting, whether it's like th- those type of things interest me a whole heck of a lot. Okay. Uh, let's see. Bree. Sup? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'm just looking forward to, I don't know, the same stuff that I always looked forward to. I know that's lame as fuck, but like, I'm looking forward to talking to other characters and chilling out and having a good time. And I guess when it comes to, actual things in the storyline, obviously I'm looking forward to maybe looking for a polis. If that's something that can happen. Like, again, mm-hmm. I don't know where the story's going. We've actually, you and I have ta- had some in-depth conversations about what might be happening, but mm-hmm. you like, you're still writing. So we haven't been able to talk to it very much or no. talk about it very much, but yeah, I guess that's, that would be Santos's first goal anyway. Like now that she knows maybe like that's even something right. i have to think about because Santos has done a lot of shit that she probably wouldn't want apollos to know about at this point too so right. could go either way uh mac i am really excited about i really i really want kaluna to go home i really want i really want to see how that goes down and I really want everyone else to learn about the Wilding because they're really fucking cool. <laughs> I'm, yeah. And a minor thing that I'm excited about is I really want, I really want Kaluna to talk to Julie now that Kaluna doesn't hate her. <laughs> it's a very small thing, but I I want it. <laughs> uh, and And last and certainly not least, Jasper. Hmm, this is interesting for me. I'm not sure. I think, all right, so there's the whole werewolf thing that he had to deal with 
forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. And then where that's headed now that the Swamp Witch is taken away, but then now the Swamp Witch is released as a god or whatever, that's going to be very interesting for Merrick. Not just me as a player, but Merrick's going to have very weird time moving forward if nothing else but because he hasn't had time to really think about um himself for a while so i think just touching base with himself whether you know anything's come back or whether it hasn't come back he's going to be kind of in free fall a little bit because i don't know that's a weird part for him so i think that whole aspect of just personal stuff but i also am interested in merrick and kaluna um like ha- having more of that being part of the deal, because I think I assume, and Mac, maybe you do too. I always assume that Merrick and Kaluna are doing in the background, all the stuff a lot that we mm-hmm. sometimes do, right? Like where, where it's like, what does that mean? It's like, Oh, there's a little story for a second. I think they do that a lot. And I w- I'd like to mm-hmm. have more of that happening because I think that's really fun. And like Eric was saying, it sort of grounds, I don't know, something to ground people to the world a little bit. Yeah, that's definitely um, one of my favorite things that happens because it always happens on accident. And so it's yeah. really fucking natural. Yeah, but I I'll, I just I kind of want to make sure that we don't forget to do it because um, we're, we're always wrapped up in like, what's going to happen next with the combat? Right. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the only other thing I can think of is I, Merrick has been thinking more and more. That, that's to say that I have. Merrick should open up a restaurant somewhere oh yes maybe (laughs) maybe as he can own it and train people but then maybe he doesn't have to be there all the time right like he's like a munchies right oh it's like that's like a pot (laughs) like a pot shop um it no he'd have like a a, like a nice restaurant i didn't know you meant by pot at first I thought you said you wanted it to be a restaurant. It was literally the first thing that came to my head. See, when you said pot, it made me think of Potbelly, the sandwich place. Oh, yeah. Great. It made me think of a place that actually sold pots. Wow. I just think he should open up a place in Fair Bay. God, yes. And then let it run. And maybe you can have a franchise. Again, like make a lot of money <laughs> for the group. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. You had a better answer than me. I'm offended. Oh, I just kept blabbing. No, I just kept blabbing. The trick is don't stop talking until you've impressed someone. That's it. <laughs> oh my god, you just found out my whole secret. Of That's why I still keep talking, just because it's never happened. Aww. Because Aww. I nearly had to fade it out. Like, I guess no. we should go. I guess we should hang up. Well, on that sad note, um, <laughs> let's... <laughs> Let's wrap up. Uh, thank you guys so much for sitting down and do this. And I really can't wait till this next arc. And I can't wait to get started again. And just to talk to you about all the show changes, like officially and story changes and all that stuff. And I can't wait to talk about new shit. I'm so excited. Oh, dude. Yeah. I oh, We've been waiting a long time. So ready. My body is so ready. <laughs> My basement okay. is just flooded. Whoa. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay. And on that note, uh, whatever that was. Yeah. We got to do a G3 style. That's true. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.